Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. Good afternoon, sisters and brothers. So God is good all the time. So we are now in the fourth Sunday in ordinary time. So the gospel today is the is chapter five of the book, the gospel of Matthew. It is start the sermon in the mount, sermon on the mount. It is start with the Beatitudes. So Sermon on the Mount is chapter 5 to chapter 7. So it's chapter 5, verse 1 until uh, 12. So it presents a declaration. The Beatitudes is present a declaration of blessing towards certain groups of people because of either who they present themselves to be or what exemplary things they had done. So each one of the Beatitudes contains in the first part a reference to a particular exemplary group. Then in the second part, the reason for their being happy or blessed. In Greek, makarioi. So this is mostly in terms of what they will receive in the future, which although perhaps not excluding earthly blessings, most likely refers to eschatological blessings in the next life. That's the beatitude. So sisters and brothers, see in today's first reading from the prophet of Zephaniah, the Lord has just finished telling the people that they will suffer devastation because they had turned away from him to follow foreign gods and have become proud and complacent. So that's the context, the situation of the people of Israel during the time of Zephaniah. They were so unfaithful, they were worshipping other gods, and they were complacent and then proud of themselves. That's why there's a prophecy Yet, he promised to save the humble and the lowly. That's the promise of God to Sephaniah. We can say that the Lord's message from the first reading is like the Beatitudes. You listen to this. Woe to you who sit in your pride and ignore my ways, for you shall be destroyed. Blessed are you who are humble and lowly and seek my ways, for you shall be saved from destruction. So that's the word of Zephaniah. So in the gospel, sisters and brothers, Jesus sums up his teaching to his followers that the world is completely wrong and upside down regarding who is successful and deserves reward. Contrary to the values of the world, it is the lowly, the poor in spirit, the humble, the meek, those who mourn, 
those who are insulted and persecuted for the sake of righteousness, they are the one who are blessed. Jesus proclaims that these should rejoice and be glad because their reward will be great in heaven. So brothers and sisters, so how can we understand this teaching of Jesus? Because as you see, this is contrary to the natural tendencies of our fallen human nature. So we can begin by reflecting two truths. First of all, that everything we are and possess comes from God purely as his gift. That's the first truth. And second, that we cannot properly receive a gift if our hands are already full. So we, we would not even be alive at all if God had not willed us to be. And if he did not continue to hold us in being in its moment, all our talents, our abilities are his gift to us, sisters and brothers. The love and support of our families, families and friends and parents comes ultimately from God. Everything we possess finally is a gift from God. Of course, we have cooperated in many ways in using our talents, abilities to build a life for ourselves. So that's why there's a grace divine, divine grace, and we cooperated, human cooperation of the divine grace. But this does not change the fact that everything we are and have begun with God and depends on Him. Even our faith in Him, in our ability to thank and praise Him is itself His gift to us. That's the second reading from letter of Paul to the Corinthians, according to St. Paul, it is due to God that you are in Christ Jesus. So, brothers and sisters, this should, this should in no way make us feel bad, for this is simply the way of love, to give gifts. If you love, you desire for the good of others, as others, to give gift. Even within the Trinity, the relationship of the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, the three persons are continually giving themselves to each, others, to each other as gift. And how else could we possibly relate to God except to receive His gift with great gratitude? Could we ever earn something from him? Could we ever say that he owes us anything? That's absurd if we say that he, God owes us anything. And could we ever acquire anything in some way which we not ultimately a gift from God? Always and for all eternity, sisters and brothers, everything we have and are 
we will have received from God and as a gift of His love for us. So, brothers and sisters, although God has already given us so many wonderful gifts and blessings, He is far from finished. He wants to continue to pour out His Spirit, His blessings upon us to purify us and transform us into the very likeness of Christ and unite us to Himself for all time. So, sisters and brothers, for this to happen, though we need to be ready to receive His gift with open hands and hearts, if our hands and hearts are already full of lesser gifts, the things of this world, then we risk refusing the greater gift of God being offered to us. So this is why, sisters and brothers, Jesus calls blessed the poor in the spirit and the humble because their hands are empty as they wait to receive what God has for them. So brothers and sisters, let us then strive to take on the attitude of the one who most perfectly lived the Beatitudes, the model and exemplar of living the Beatitudes, our Blessed Mother Mary, who says often with her, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked upon his handmaid's lowliness. The mighty one has done great things for me and holy is his name. Because God is good all the time. Thank you for listening to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast. For additional podcasts and media, visit us on the web at www.sanaz.org. Again, that's www.stanneaz.org. St. Anne, pray for us.